Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. David Brownstein, how are you this morning? Okay, nice sunny day. Yeah. Yeah, and people think we prepare for the show, but obviously we haven't. I can't it. imagine why anybody would think we prepare I, for I've the show. I've heard that, that yeah. they think we do. Oh, but, they do, really? Yeah, but okay. we, uh, yeah. we hardly said two words this morning, <laughs> which is good. Anyway, it is Saturday, October 19th, 2019, and we are about, what is it, 10.04 in the morning? Yeah. And we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN 15:20 a.m. out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight. Oh, Unless and I there's a sporting event. Yeah, I need to add something. And then it's after the sporting event. It's very important. What do you want to add? I just want to wish my mother a one day early, my mother tomorrow. Will be ninety five years young, ninety five and God going bless strong. Her. Just yeah. amazing. She used to listen, but she can't figure out the radio and can't hear it well. But she still thinks I sound good. But she thinks about. It. Uh, yeah. I'm sure she does. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, you could also listen to this show live streaming every Saturday morning from ten to eleven a.m. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and you should be connected to the live streaming. Also, at our website, you can get all of our archive shows. So if you miss a show, you want to replay a show, once again, go to saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This time, this is chat and archives. Click on archives, and all of the archive shows are there. And then finally, last but not least, there is a free economic report every week by Stone and McCarthy, available late Friday, early Saturday. Yeah, and uh, this week they're talking about the uh, economy, and as they always do, it's comprehensive, a lot of charts, a lot of figures. But, you know, they, they the most brilliant thing I've heard them say uh, in quite some time is that, you know, the lower – uh, consumer spending for the month of August, one month doesn't make a trend. And could have something to do with the GM strike. You know, I agree. Strikers no, I would make the same point. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. good point. I agree with them there. Yeah, and it should be on a positive footing. Also, you know, Merrill Lynch, you've heard of them, right? Brokerage firm. You They're still around? Yeah. Um, they said there's a record amount of cash on the sidelines. Is there? Record. A record. Very interesting. Yeah. Also, give us a call. Phone numbers to call are 803-1520 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Once again, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. Easiest time to get into the show is right now because the lines are always wide open. So give us a call early. Or if for some reason you don't want to call or aren't able to call, you once again can go to our chat box at saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat, and there's a box that pops up. You can ask a question, put in a symbol. And if you do have a symbol, you know, let us know what you're looking to do with it. So once again, right now, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And we're going to go. Oh, he's not. He's listening? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. But we do have somebody in the, ch- in the chat box. Okay. Intrigued guest says, uh, good morning. I've noticed in the year-to-date chart on SPY, which is the S&P 500 ETF, Mm -hmm. that there seems to be a clear double top. Does this mean a correction is due? 
We've heard this question before, I think. Thanks, as always. Love your show. And it closed at 296.28. Well, first of all, a double top is not confirmed until it breaks the low between the double top. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a, a potential double top is there. All it indicates is there's a resistance up there. The market can go into a trading range or it can just break out. So you're just aware, something you're aware of. You right. know, there but it is. Okay. You know, and uh, I think, uh, you know, if it dropped below maybe 2840, I guess that's a number I have on there. Hopefully I've got it right. Yeah, it's got to be wrong. Are you talking the SPY or the S&P? The S&P. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the SPY would be what, 284, I guess, something yeah. like that. 297.97, I yeah. have a close for Right, so it would have to go below 284 to yeah. confirm a double top. So a double top is not confirmed until you break the low between the two tops. Okay, and yep. so the S&P closed at uh, 2986.20. And the reason he might be saying double top is because uh, on FinViz, when you put in SPY, yeah. it shows double top. Oh, it is? yeah. But it looks like a triple top, actually. No, no, I mean, there's a top there, but it's not confirmed gotcha. until you take out the low. Okay. So all it's doing is telling you there's resistance there. And sometimes when everybody sees it, forget about forget it. it. Yeah. You know, when when it's that obvious, you know, you know, forget about it you know, at that time. But you know, not totally. But well, yeah, that's why know, people but, ask but, 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 because yeah, you're but, a wealth of knowledge. Uh, oh yeah, but but basically <laughs> a fountain. I mean, it's not something you know, to act on. It's just telling you this potential resistance. Meanwhile, take a look at the new high list. See stocks that are making new highs. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, stock. A lot of stocks are doing doing well. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, just be aware of it. But it doesn't forecast anything right. i guess so i'm just like trying to look for portend i was going to say whatever mm-hmm. uh so anyway so just be aware that it's resistance and that's it you know and it depends on how your strategy for you know investing lines up with right. that possibility but he's doing his research exactly and he's asking somebody as brilliant yeah, as yeah. you well, for that no, advice. i'm just saying you have but you also have to decide you know, with your whatever your strategy is in the market, mm-hmm. does that mean you should do something? Right. I, I I see the stock market stuck at resistance, but look at your stocks individually. Don't worry about the market. You know, right. for example, uh, I think on Friday the Dow was down what hundred and something for the day. Yeah, it, uh, it, it yeah. was down hundred and something. Yeah, and May, down one percent. Yeah, so if you looked at that, you'd say, "Oh my God!" No, it was down you know, yeah, it got hit a bit, but it was three stocks. You know, yeah. Boeing, Boeing got killed, right. IBM got killed, and what was the third one? There was a third company that got hit. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot what it down, was. So yeah, but know. there was a, three companies that all dropped six points or so, which almost uh, takes mm-hmm. care of the whole Dow drop for the day. You know, so yeah. do you know who Tom Lee is? Tom Lee? No. Tom Lee. Tom Lee's a brilliant uh, money manager, analyst, but his he, he had 50 great calls, and then he said Bitcoin was going to 20 grand. So that's been his downfall, but he, he's still pretty good. But he said on Friday the S&P is going to 31.25 this year. So that's about a— Very good. Was at the time a 4.4% increase. So Well, if you reach your new high, I've got a target around 3,200. So we pretty much agree, you mm-hmm. know, because you, know, you come up with that target a couple of different ways. And it's, yeah. and it's not the point-and-figure method, but it's other ways of uh, okay. coming up with a target that— 
you know, may be somewhat more reliable. Who knows, you know. But anyway, yeah. right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. Well, once again, nobody's on the line, so give us a call. Or you can go to our website, saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. There's a chat box. You can type in a question, type in a symbol, and if you put a symbol in, let us know what you're looking to do with it. All right. We've got somebody in the chat room. Thank God. <laughs> Zach, our friend Zach, who okay. calls in period or ch- writes in periodic. I don't know what the term is. Anyway, good morning. Thinking about starting a position in Blackstone Group. BX is a symbol. It closed on Friday at 4839. Well, I have to disclose I do have an option on that, a call option. You know, oh. but, but it's not a longer term. All right. Yeah, it's a longer good. term option. It was up one point uh, 1.2% on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the down market, that's down. pretty good, huh? Yeah, but you have to realize, too, you know, and I always tell people, you know, when you see the market, look at the advanced decline line, you know. The market was down almost, I guess, all day, really. You know, the market mm-hmm. was down, but the advanced decline line was pretty even, you know. And I've never seen such statistics, you know. In other words, 2,100 up, 2,100 down. Mm-hmm. I've never seen stuff like that, you know. But no, anyway. But the sector was very strong. The banks' brokerages were up. They were most, for the most part, they were positive on the day mm-hmm. in yep. the down market. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. That That's always something to look at, especially, you know, you get one of those down 500, 600 point days. Mm-hmm. Look at the stocks that went up. Look at the stocks that made new highs that day. Something's going on. Yeah. Know? If I look at Blackstone Group BX again, pulled all the way back to 46, which was a nice pullback. And right now the stock closed at, what did you say, 48.39? I did say that. I thought I heard you say that. Every once in a while I listen to you. But anyway. I uh, wouldn't. (laughs) I have my own problems. But back to this. Okay. The 200 days at 41, so that's good. Okay. Uh, short-term supports at 44. And take this for what it's worth, whatever it is, a grain of salt. The price objective based on the point-and-figure method says 73. up. Oh, so boy. how do you like that? That would yeah. be nice. So if I was doing risk-reward, I'd say pretty good shape as long as it stays above the 200, which is 41. Mm-hmm. You know, ideally, I'd like to say it, see it not drop to 43, which would be a potential short-term sell signal. And also, the 50 days at 49. So you want to see it back above the 40-day, 50-day, mm-hmm. uh, rather. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, and, you know, I don't know, I always see this. I don't know how true it is, but they say there's a lot of institutional traders that use the 50-day. Mm-hmm. And they like to buy stocks that are above the 50-day or go above the 50-day. So... This looks interesting, you know, no question about it. Great. And I just watch those support levels, you know, and uh, and then if the market, if it turns up, the first resistance would be obviously the previous high around 55. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay, so right now, believe it or not, phone line's wide open again. Does that 803-1520 work? Do we know? I don't know. You didn't call it, huh? No. Anyway, 803-1520. Or if for some reason that's not working, I've lost track of what the other numbers are. But anyway, you could use the 800 number, 800-879-7541. Okay. So there you go. So know what's interesting. Last week a person asked, what are the top two sectors, what are the bottom two sectors? And can't remember. I got it somewhat right maybe. But the top sector 
for the year so far by a hair is the semiconductors, which are up 39.9%. Number two is the home builders, 39.7%. And let's see, looking at... And technology, obviously, I guess it would be up 30.5%. The bottom, I think I got one or two of them right. Energy has been definitely in the bottom. It's down 0.6% for the year. And uh, I think I said retail. And I think, yeah, retail is up 4% for the year, but certainly, uh, you know, below what the market's done, which is close to 20%. Sure. And basically, of the 11 sectors by this one, I, I, I use marketgauge.com, you know, marketgauge.com, mm-hmm. and, and that's where you can go get the sectors. You know, if you go all the way down to the bottom of the page, you click on the big view, you click on sector summary, it shows you it. And they have a way of identifying the phase according to their approach. Everybody's got a different approach. What phase each sector's in. And right now... You've got almost all the sectors in a bullish phase. Healthcare, after not having that great a year so far, under accumulation. And transportation, believe it or not, under accumulation. Retail, according to their system, recovering. And the only bearish sector is energy. Yeah, it's yeah. been bad. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't mean maybe the you know, last will become first. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen that before. Uh, matter of fact, Barron says that ConocoPhillips looks interesting, so didn't get a chance to read it. And they also, and uh, something I was reading this morning, they said that this is what one guy calls the golden period each year for home builders. You know, and no matter how much they've been up for the year, they tend to, between late October, early November, into about April, go up about another 18% on average. Wow. You know? So very interesting. So uh, so, something to think about, you know, even though they've, they've been up uh, very well this year, uh, you know, his data. But, of course, it was over a decade, so who knows? You know, he used it over 10 years. Right now, uh, phone lines Wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And we're going to go next to Vince in Niagara Falls. Good morning. Dead silence. Vince, you there? I guess not. Anyway, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. We might be having some technical difficulties. Could be. You can't, hard to believe. But anyway, or you can go to saperston.com, click on the chat box, which is go to the Dollar Doctor tab, says chat and archives, click on chat. The chat box will come up. You can type in your question. Put a symbol in, and if you do put a symbol in, let us know, uh, you know, what if you're you trying to do. If you want to buy or sell or hold. sell, hold, or, whatever. Or, yeah. And, uh, you know, we can go from there. In the meantime, maybe you should try dialing 803-1520 and see if anything's working. We we have had a bunch of other phone numbers which have been taken off the wall because the phone problem had been solved, I guess, you know, so I don't know what those alternatives are. I think 800-879-7541 should work. So if you're having difficulty, try that. I don't know if those do work. And I don't know if these work anymore, but we'll let you know. You could try 803-0321, 803-0323, 803-0324.
and 803, what, 1546? I don't know. I can't see it. You have the list. It's ringing. So, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, the uh, 803-1520 is working. Is working. So, huh? yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's resetting the phones, and we'll see if uh, you know they come back up. And uh, very interesting article in Barron's. You know, everybody worried to death about these repos the Fed's doing. Uh, they've gone back on buying $60 billion worth of bonds for, for the next six months. And, uh, you know, people who are trying to sell you something or create interest, you know, tell you how bad this is. But there's a very good article explaining why that happened. And basically the Fed screwed up. And also, certain regulations have also hampered. There's a, there's a certain amount of li- liquidity based on bank reserves that have to be in the system. Mm-hmm. And they got all fouled up by the Fed moving the balance sheet all the way back down from where it was. They, mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, and it was a bad move. You know, that, really? that, that yeah. didn't that's help. That's the actual know. answer? Yeah. That, well, that's what one guy said. It seems to make sense. He also oh, okay. said there's certain regulations in place that have completely tightened bank reserves, right? And the Fed hasn't been able to control the short-term rates as well as they wanted to. And the only way you can do that is by bringing the balance sheet back to a level which allows that to happen. Oh, okay. okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah so, that does make so, sense. So, you know, stop worrying about, you know, all sorts of people seize on something. They want to frighten you either to sell you something or to, you know, get business uh, on the TV or whatever, the radio, mm-hmm. you know, trying trying to get your attention and ratings. And well, they were calling it, the, some of the pundits were calling it quantitative easing. Yeah, but that, the but Fed doesn't not, want that. It it's isn't a, quantitative. It isn't that, yeah. yeah. And that's what the guy says in this article. You know, it's not quantitative easing. It's just bringing things back to where they were before the right. Fed started yeah. drawing down the balance sheet. Well, they know. thought they could control interest rates by um, allowing inflation to rise. Not, well... They wanted inflation to rise because they, they thought that would, I think, uh, let it. But they can't figure out why there's no inflation. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, they no can't question figure about it out. that. But, but it, you know, there's another interesting thing in this week's Barron's. Uh, the, the cover article goes over all the streaming companies. Mm-hmm. And, and believe it or not, you know, Comcast is listed. You know, you, you should read up on it. Uh, they do a lot of other things, you know, like broadband and broadband is booming like mm-hmm. anything. And uh, so there's a lot of companies that people think are going to be hurt that really are not, you know, by what's going on with the live streaming. So, uh, you know, they, they kind of like uh, Comcast as, as a nice pick in here rather than, you know, some of the streaming services. Uh, you know, Disney's been hit because it's going to be, what, until 2023. They expect to make any money on their live streaming. Mm-hmm. But some people think that's already priced into the stock. So interesting article in the live streaming. And a more interesting article for the liberals out there about the wealth tax that's being proposed. Right? <laughs> and the interesting part about it is they said that uh, most of the European countries that adopted a wealth tax dropped it now. That's what Mayor Pete said right. the other day. Right, because they found out that what they were getting from the wealth tax was more than wiped out by the loss in revenues mm-hmm. that occurred as, as a result of it, you know, either from people leaving the country uh, you know, and a number of different factors that, that affected you know, spending and this type of mm-hmm. thing. 
that in the end, uh, you know, I guess there was one country got, say, f- I think it was four four billion or something, but they figured they lost seven billion. You yeah. Know? So you know, it sounds great, you know, but people don't realize it, nothing's in isolation. There are secondary effects. There's unintended consequences. So. Well, the 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 there is no doubt that the United States is a biggest and most successful economic power in the world currently and throughout history. But, you know, it's only been around for a couple hundred years. You know, this uh, China has been around for 5,000 years. Something I mean, just amazing amount of time that they've been around. But the United States really started to be, only become a powerhouse during World War II. And, and, you know, it's just absolutely amazing. So why try and change the system? I don't understand. But, well, you know. because it gets votes, you know, for people who want, well, want something for nothing. I so, don't think it's going to win yeah. the, the election. And I am, sure. I am far from the top 1%. Maybe I'm in the bottom <laughs> you know, 20%. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, anyway, you know, so I'm not a rich person. And uh, as I, you know, any people that, think, you know, trying to attack the wealthy and so forth and, and overdoing it, read Atlas Shrugged someday, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just have always believed that, uh, you know, if big business doesn't do well, the economy doesn't right. do well and the people don't do well. But yeah. uh, like I, you said, they're trying to do it. But when Elizabeth Warren can't answer the question on how she's going to pay for Medicare for all, and avoids it several times. It's you know. well. Anyway, we okay. We're not getting political, are we? Anyway, there's another right. great article in Barron's. I wish I could think of a title, but there's make it up. No, there's a strategist at uh, Fidelity Investments. Okay, who's been very, very good. You know, and her name is Denise Chisholm, and she's a specialist in seeing patterns because she likes statistics and so forth. Patterns, you know? patterns, okay. patterns, yeah. wherever they may be. Mm-hmm. And she made, made a lot of good calls, you know. And she says, you know, with the PMI being below 50, which everybody talks about, oh, my God, you know, mm-hmm. that's the Purchasing, purchasing Managers right. Index, right? 60% of the time, it's actually not a recessionary indicator. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in other words, only 40% of the time, you know. And basically, it can provide an opportunity to expend, extend your time horizon over the next year to cap, cap, capture double-digit returns, which I will get back to, but we do have a phone call. Tom from Amherst, good morning. Guys, um, like your uh, take on uh, NVIDIA, NVDA. NVDA. All right. right, Do you own it? You're looking to buy it or what? Uh, I I was in it and then got out of it and then got back in it again. Now it's closed at around 190. Yeah, it got hit on Friday. Uh, you know, took took a while from one that a lot. Percent it was uh, yeah, a lot of these favorite momentum plays really got hit on Friday. If you take a look at uh, what was the one uh, Netflix got hit bad. Uh, Roku got hit bad. There's was, was a lot of them. Anyway, yeah, well, Netflix was up twenty or thirty bucks a day before. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, so it gave it all back. I guess you know, oh, not all of it, most of it. But anyway, the two hundred days at one sixty-five, that's bullish. The fifty days at one seventy-four, that's bullish. And uh, you know, I don't know if it'll go that. Right now, it just came back to retest the breakout area. 
you know, so I would watch it, uh, you know, early next week because it may hold here between 186 and 188. You know, next uh, area you'd look at for a potential buy would be, oh, say say between 174 and uh, 180. So what was it? What was the high on the stock for the year? Looks like 198. You know, that's not. You know, it could be 199, whatever. But by the point and figure chart, the last count is 198. Well, 52 you know. week high is 247. Really? Mm-hmm. That's 52 weeks. Oh, 52 week. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. So about 198. Okay. All right. What? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what's your take on uh, UNH? Uh, Do you like that stock? Uh, that was. Uh, that was hit, and then it uh, all of a sudden went up. Uh, what is it about two thirty? Yeah, yeah. The earnings were very good, yeah. and plus two forty five thirty four. Now the course. last debate, everybody indicated there's not going to be Medicare, you know, health care for all, or whatever they want to call it, Medicare for all. So I think they benefited from that too. So that was the, you know the reason for the big jump anyway. Two two factors there. So United Healthcare gave a buy signal at 240. Potential target, take it for what it's worth, is 304. You have resistance at 268 and 284 on the way up. And it made, you know, for a very nice bottom in the 216, 220 area. So this looks looks very interesting here. Does that pay any dividends at all? Let me see. Take a quick look. Yeah, it pays uh, 1.76% yield. Well, that's not a bad deal. No. Yeah, I, I think you have something here, really. Okay, guys. Thank okay. You. Thank you for the call. Right now, phone lines are wide open. At least we know they work. It's mm-hmm. 803-1520, toll free, 800 879 And while we're waiting for you to give us a call, we're going to take a quick one-minute break. Be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors. Every Saturday morning, live from 10 to 11, Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctor shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York, member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB, and an RIA. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541, and we're going to go to Rich in Niagara Falls. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, David. Good morning, Rich. Uh, Peter, what do we see for Microsoft? Blue skies overhead. <laughs> wow. Well, hope springs eternal. I mean, you know, they're doing everything right. Uh, you know, they, they did a great job by hiring the guy. I can't think of what his name is, but who's running the company now, mm-hmm. kicking Bill Gates' uh, 
up the play with other things, I guess. Yeah. Close at 137.40.41. Yeah, and potential target for what it's worth, okay. 182. 182, okay. And uh, should have very good support. Well, in 200 days, 126. And it's above the 50-day, which is 137, and should have good support between, uh, oh, say, 128 and 132. I'm getting a hit pretty good on Cisco. What do we have there? Cisco. Oh, that Cisco, that CSCO. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most people think of the one, but. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you do. And you always, it's never. It's, I've never heard anybody ask us about the other Cisco. The food know? company. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's the food company. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. Cisco closed at 4671. Well, you know. What can you say? No. <laughs> you know, a couple of analysts months ago had it at a sell when it was in the 50s, and, uh, you know, nobody believed it. So they happened to be right that time. I yeah, can't remember uh, yeah, who it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you own it? Yeah, I'm getting hit pretty good. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, if it kept falling, you have the potential to fall to 43, 41 to 43. Uh, but, you know, this is an important area right now. So I, I'd like to see this support hold here. You know, if it drops below, you know, if it drops to 45, then you do have the risk down the 41, the 42, where there should be good support. So Your support is about what? Good. Well, in other words, you're at one support level where it is, you know, in the 46 area. Okay. If it dropped to 45, then the risk is 41, 42, but there should be very good support there. Okay. Time for some more? Sure. Okay, uh, Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. What they have? Disappointing earnings? They got, didn't they, somebody said something about it on Friday. I forgot. But. Closed at 54.78. Somebody on the chat box was asking whether it would be a buy also, Pete. Oh, Coca-Cola there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that wasn't that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at it. was up on it, Friday. Was it up on Friday? Yeah. Really? Okay. So about 99 cents, 1.84%. Really? Yeah. Well, take this for what it's worth based on the point and figure method. Yeah. Price objective is 76. 76. Ooh. Yeah, believe that. But, but, I mean, it's a beautiful chart. I mean, you know, support. The 200-day is at. 50, not 50, where is it? 50, yeah, 50. And uh, so as long as it stays above the two, which would be good support because that's where it broke out. So you like when things line up that way. You got the 50-day, it just got above the 50-day, I guess, at 54, which is good. And uh, like I say, you've got very good support, you know, in the 50 area. So What was 50, the 200-day? Yeah, 200 okay. day. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and it's also the breakout area from the previous consolidation. Whoa. So uh, I, I think it looks very good, to tell you the truth. There you go. Is Dollar General too high? Yeah. It's about 164. That seems like a little high Great to me. stock, though. Yeah, I mean, great yeah stock. right. 164.41. Yeah, it's been very consistent. Yeah. Um, I know I was reading somebody, I guess, on Friday was recommending it because they said j- just total consistency in the stock. You know, I will tell you, um, I uh, went in there and bought some hand sanitizer that I threw out. It was terribly disgusting. So. 
Just there for you what go. it's worth. That's Don't buy it. Testimony. Do your own research. <laughs> Just one thing. He did his own research. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you got your 200-day all the way back at 131. Your 50-day at 152. And at 152 would give a sh- at, at, at least a short-term sell signal. So uh, right now it broke out to a new high. Um, you know, is it too high? Who knows? You know, but I'd say if you're going to buy it, I'd reevaluate it at 152. Oh, okay. And just okay. so you guys know, uh, apparently Kramer last night said it looks like Elizabeth Warren comes closer to being the front runner, close to the election, that UNH will be hurt. So, Pete, you were spot on with whatever you said about UNH before. There you go. It's one but anyway, we digress. Blind squirrel finds We digress. Once in a while, too. In, anyway. in closing, Peter. Don't that even boy, ma- Danny, don't. Danny Danny Jones looks pretty good so far. Oh, he's good. He he came back down to earth a bit, but then again, mm-hmm. uh he lost almost all his offensive weapons, you know. So, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. whatever, you know, at least it's a good training season for him anyway, so and uh, right, and he right. looks he looks good. So we shall see. I thank you gentlemen and always have a good weekend. You too. Take same. care. Thank you for Thanks, calling. Rich. Okay, right now phone lines wide open 803-1520 toll free 800-879-7541 or you can go to the chat box at sapperston.com, click on the dollar doctor tab that says chat and archives, click on chat. There's a chat box there. You can type a question, type a symbol. If you type a symbol, let us know what you want to do, buy, sell, hold, whatever. Okay, so we have people. Uh, nice Newbie, who asked about possible buy of Coke, is also asking about Bristol-Myers, which closed at 5303 That's very interesting. Bad you know, it's still this Celgene thing. You know, they bought Celgene people, and I thought I just read something in the news the other day or something. Is it? They put off it, or I don't know what it was. If you could check the news on it, you know. But there was something about 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 the merger. But right now, I mean, you know, this the stock gave a buy signal, broke the trend line at fifty fifty one, fifty fifty one area. And if you want to believe the potential price objective, it's seventy four. You know, that's based on this charting method, and hopefully, you know, if you've done your own research into it, that helps a lot. I'm showing here Bristol-Myers announces the extension of the expiration date for the exchange offer. So I don't think that's a negative, meaning it's not going to go through. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not going to go through. Okay, that's what you insinuated. It was some kind I didn't. You insinuated it. No, no, you said it, insinuating it was something (laughs) negative. You did. That's, I'm just telling you what we thought. I'm not saying it was negative. I'm saying no, this, no. the cell gene thing we is had a cloud. Cl- we had to clarify. Well, see, there you, you go. Cloud is a negative thing. So there you go. No, it's a cloud. That's why the stock, among other things, I mean, they had a drug problem. What was it, that Optiva or something like that? Optiva. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that type of thing. But anyway, uh, you know, looks like it's turning around. Looks 54 good. is very important resistance. If it hits 55... Then the next potential target is 63. Off to the races. And if it takes out 63, then you're going up toward that resistance at 70, or you could, you know, you can listen to that potential target at 74. So I kind of like it, and I think, uh, you know, it's above now the 200-day, which is at 48, and it's got very good support in the, uh, you know, 46 or so area. Yeah, looks very interesting. So. 
check your research on it. If it fits your uh, plans and how you invest, looks like an interesting situation. Okay, got another one in the chat room. Uh, somebody's looking to see if uh, Salesforce CRM CRM closed at one forty four oh nine. Wants to know if it's a buy. It's run into some tough times here. Yeah, I mean, it's been another one of those momentum favorites. You know, it's a favorite of the traders and so forth. And uh, Yeah, the uh, gentleman who's a longtime president of the company wrote a book, and he was on Kramer the other night and CNBC. I don't know. You know, you know the problem is that, you know, the 200 days at 154, so I don't like the fact that it's under that because it closed at 144.09. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the 50 days at 149, and it's below the 50 day. So, I mean, if you've done research into it and you feel strongly about it, uh, the get out point would be 136, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it's not that much below. No, and this yeah. is a stock that you want to start to accumulate. I, I would not be hesitant to buy some in here. I, I just think it's a great company, well managed and Okay. You know, well I think it's that's your company. opinion. It is. And don't forget anybody who recommends or talks about anything, it's their opinion. So could be right, could be wrong. wrong? Including mine. Wrong. <laughs> including Come mine. On. But anyway, uh you know, you would reevaluate it if you buy buy some uh at one thirty six because then you run the risk of going down to about one twenty two. And uh, if you believe in a long-term thing in this, uh, as uh, positive as David is, and you could say, okay, if it drops to uh, 138, you know, I'll buy a little more. And if it drops to 122, I'll buy a little bit more. But that depends on how you invest and, and the research you've done into the company. Okay. I mean, if, if you want to believe the bearish price objective, it's 114. So Whatever. Okay, we're going to go next to the phone. Oh, did you say to somebody on the phone? Yeah, that's what it's. Uh, Art, Art's in New Jersey. I never know if he's listening or he's on no, the phone. No, that one's not. That, uh, All right, he Art. Wants to, he wants to talk to you. I can't believe yes, it. good morning, fellas. How's it? Good morning. Yeah, I, was, I, I was on the phone at first, but then I got you back on uh, 1520. I was able to, Luke steered me through how to get back on with Oh, him. okay. So I'm doing just great. You're going to be a technological wizard pretty soon. Absolutely. With all these clicking and two phones. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad to be back home in Teaneck. And uh, yeah. today I, I heard uh, a couple of fellows uh, talking about my what, two of my favorites. I was fortunate to listen in on that, Cisco and BMY. So that was very interesting. Okay. Yeah, on Barron's this week, I just picked it up this morning mm-hmm. on the porch. And they had a wonderful one-page article on the Medicare and the various choices people have now. And someone had called in about United Healthcare, and I, I have that, and I have that uh, Part F, which seems to be about the best. And I recommend anyone. Uh, you guys are much too young for the Medicare, so. But <laughs> otherwise, I, I think other people could enjoy that. Okay, I appreciate that and, very much. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't even understand. I never heard of Part F. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the one that covers after eighty percent Medicare. It covers almost everything on the other twenty percent. Oh really? And it, yeah, oh yeah, it's the best, and it's a little more expensive mm-hmm. uh, when you pay it, and there's a little more one hundred eighty-five dollars instead of one hundred and fifty for some of the other parts. Oh you know? okay. 
So it's, it's tremendous. Yeah, I think United, yeah, yeah. Yeah, United Healthcare, you see on TV, uh, with AARP, it's really the very mm-hmm. best plan. Interesting. My doctors recommend it, plus all my friends that have it love it. So, so I know that we're going to get questions. Uh, are are this, you so. being paid by them? or to, to <laughs> No, no. Unsolicited. So part right. F. Even if, even if I would recommend it. But right, not, okay. No. So is part F a choice you make through your Social Security, or is that through United Health? Uh, through United Health and AARP. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll have to read yeah, up. We'll yeah, read will up you do that for it's us, really, Pete? Uh, yes. It's a very comprehensive article. As soon as I get out of here. <laughs> Peter yeah. is going to read uh, up on it for right. us, Arthur. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, other, uh, the other question was on the Boeing. Now, they had a good article on that also. Uh, my feeling is I don't think that at all this year, maybe even in the first quarter, they're going to get that 737 MAX back in the air. You're probably right. Questions. You're probably right. And they had what, and that. people like Southwest, they have to lease planes from other places because they have almost exclusively the, that plane is a part of their fleet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was that email? Again, e- some kind of email came out, and I, yeah, I, and some, I didn't uh, read about that. Yeah, they basically, the guy lied. He said he lied to the FAA. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah, the well, chairman's he was, gone. He was a sen- senior test pilot for yeah. Boeing, too. Oh, and he okay. said he wasn't a good pilot or something. It's going to be all over. But the stock was yeah, down yeah. 7% on on yeah, Friday. Yeah. And, you know, the yeah, problem the is chairman, they're the yeah. – um, this company, I think, is the largest – the company that makes the most money for the in the United States or is the, it, has uh, the biggest sales? I don't know, they said something. Something I, like that. Yeah, I don't know. It was down twenty five yeah. bucks though. Closed it, at three forty four. I mean, it's like the thing that people have used for the old cockroach theory. You know, you find one, you know, you there's see more, one. Right? There's a lot more. That's right. Yeah, they, they're probably going to figure what's the next shoe to drop. Must right? be in New York. Thing. It's going to create a buying opportunity at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they said they had two. They just made 275 with the last several months, and they got it all on, on the waiting list out on the pods, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's uh, buying it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the company's not going away. Uh, they no. could follow David's advice on a long-term strategy, buy a little. Mm-hmm. If it drops a certain amount, buy more. a little bit more, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, the next support for it looks like it's down around uh, 320 if it's still going to keep going down. And then after that, 296. So keep those numbers in mind. Right. Will do. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, uh, I uh, hear the dreamer once in a while. I would like him to drop me a note because I misplaced his address, and I've got a lot of stuff I want to mail to him. So Okay. Well, so if, I, if he's listening, uh, he will take yes. care of that. And... Very good. Okay. And, uh, again, I love the show. <laughs> Enjoy it. And I'm glad to be back home again. Good. Okay. We're glad to have you back here. And and Boeing and after hours trading is up a whopping eighty seven cents now. Obviously. Oh good. That's, I, I'm gonna uh, jump in and buy some. There you go. I'm just trying to bring everybody <laughs> yeah, up. There you today. go. Up to the minute news. There you go. Yeah, enjoying the show. Okay, okay thanks. thanks again. Take right, care. Have a good one. Thank you for calling. Okay, right now phone lines wide open, eight oh three fifteen twenty, toll free, eight hundred eight seven nine seven five. We have a number of people. Okay. Go in ahead. the chat room. Let's okay. Go. Uh, wants to know which is better. I know you love oh, these. Oh, I love those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Verizon at 6105 or telephone at 3847. Well, I always give the advice, buy, buy a both. little of each. Buy them both, yeah. that's right. Because when somebody asks you what's better, the odds are you pick pick one and actually the other one turns out to be better. Well, that's probably why he's asking you that. But no, it's, you know, it's, it's both companies have different strategies, okay, Uh 
matter of fact, it, it, it's I would suggest you not I don't know about Verizon, but telephone. If you read the cover article in this week's Barons, they cover telephone in quite a bit of detail. And plus, I I think isn't there an activist on telephone right now yeah. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Elliot Group or something. Yeah, I forgot yeah, what yeah, it is. There's an activist but the stock's on moving it. up. Yeah, definitely. So. I, I like both of them, and certainly, uh, you know, Verizon at 62 is a major buy signal and major breakout. And even right now, it's got a potential target on the point-and-figure chart of 74. And, uh, you know, and the 200 days at 57, the 50 days at 58. So they should provide support, and, and there's very good support, 53 to 54. So Okay. So I, I, and then if I look at telephone real quick. But, yeah, I always say if you're looking at both of them, buy a little of each. Yeah, you hedge know, your bet. And, and they're both, like I say, different. They're different. You know, they, they have different directions they're heading in, you know. So, uh, and on, yeah, I mean, telephone's just uh, been going straight up for now. And 200's at 33. It's above that. The 50 days at 36. Above that. Uh, potential target, well, take this one with a grain of salt, 61. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, next resistance would be in the 39 area. Take that out. And uh, next resistance would be 43. And the support for the stock, uh, you know, probably right now would be, uh, I would guess, uh, no, should be 32 to 34, I'd say. Yep. Okay. Anybody else there? Yeah, uh, somebody wants to know about buying uh, MO. Philip Morris, which closed at forty four thirty three. Personally, I don't like buying things that kill people, so I would not buy it. So, I mean, you might miss some things, but I, I just think smoking kills people. So, well, like I say, uh, you know, everybody's got their different yeah beliefs about different things, or what they won't buy, what they won't support. You yeah. Know, so, but anyway. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, obviously it's still in a straight downtrend. It's got a good yield, no question about that. Seven and a half percent. It's a nice dividend. Uh, it may have made what looks like a kind of an irregular double bottom. If you want, if you want to buy some, and you you you're, you've read everything up on it and done research, as we always say, do some research on it. Uh, you could buy some. And, uh, you know, if it dropped to uh, 39, reevaluated at that point in time. Okay. Uh, somebody's uh, asking uh, comments on cryptocurrency opposed to precious metals as a small allocation. Yeah, and the only other thing on Philip Morris, the 200 days up <laughs> around 49 or 50. Okay. So you have to get it back above the 200 day for a, a long-term potential buy, and that'll be resistance in the 49.50 area. Now, what was the one now? Uh, so he wants to know about uh, comments on cryptocurrency, like a Bitcoin, opposed to precious metals as a small allocation. I'd rather have the precious metals. The I don't precious know how to do metal. the crypto, yeah. so I, you know, we don't do it's, it. You know, if, if you like excitement, you're a big risk taker, that's for Bitcoin people. You know, if you're a little yeah. bit more conservative, uh, I would go with the precious metal. Yeah, I just don't know how to – I and I don't know how to do it. You and I have had these conversations. I when tried got, one day and I gave up. Yeah, you know, when you got yeah. guys like Jack Ma, yeah. who's the former chairman of Alibaba, saying he doesn't believe in it, and you got Warren Buffett not doing it. I, I just – But but, I the, but there is a Bitcoin ETF 
Okay. I don't know. Yeah, there is one. I just don't do it. All right. So, I mean, if you want to take a little fun money that you can afford to lose and you're not going to get bothered and lose sleep, you could always do that. Say, hey, I'll put a little bit here, and if I lose it, so what? You know? Okay. So. Scott, another question. Looking to buy, uh, wanting to know about buying Visa, closed at 176.71, and Walmart. Well, Walmart looks great. 119.14. Yeah, Walmart looks great, but I'll get, I'll get to it. Okay. I love Visa. I just think Visa and MasterCard, PayPal, I mean, just. Yeah, Visa, you know, you know, it's been consolidating for, you know, quite some time now, you know, since at least uh, July, August. Yeah, four months, been consolidating. Uh, right now, it's in a trading range, you know, <clears throat> in that consolidation, about 170 to one. Oh, say 84, 86, you're about, what, in the middle of the trading range right yeah. now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, everything you read on it sounds great, and hopefully you've looked into it. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, as long as it stays above the 200-day, which is at 163, 164, longer-term investor would be buying or holding this, you know, right now. And, uh, you know, resistance will be up in that 184, 186 area. Would reevaluate it on a shorter-term basis at 166, but, you know, to 200 days at 163. So Yeah, interesting. Visa and MasterCard, where a lot of the banks were up on mm -hmm. Friday, they were both down. Yeah. Interesting. And what was the other one? Walmart. 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 Yeah, I was telling somebody, you know, you know, Amazon.com doesn't always have the best prices on, on everything. Right. right? And, and actually, I went into Walmart and I was going to buy something. So I had the price in the store, you know, on the shelf. Yeah. And I looked up Amazon.com and it was $5 more at Amazon.com. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. No, you got to be you uh, got to be a good shopper. Educated consumer. Yep. Anyway. Cy Sims. Walmart right now, you know, I mean, it, it was a major breakout when it went to 110, you know, in multi-year, you know, 18, 2018, most of 2019. It's a major breakout, so you're going to have very good support, you know, somewhere at worst around 106 to 108, and uh, 200 days of what I say, 105, 106. So you got very good support, 106 to 108. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of exceeded its price objectives, you know, based on the point and figure method. But I would think that this major almost two-year breakout portends uh, nicely higher prices. So, yeah, I, I would be interested in Walmart. Okay. Is it twice you use portends? Did I say portend again? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think you said it earlier in the show. Just really? interesting, yeah. I okay. pay attention to what you say. Hard to believe. I don't know okay, why. Okay, we're going to go quickly to oh. Vic and Amherst. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning. Good morning. Nice show. Thank you. I just a, a general question. I was doing some research over the week. Why in general do precious metal, precious metal and gold mutual funds have higher expense ratios than the typical mutual fund compared to, say, technology and energy? All these gold and uh, gold specifically, but even precious metal, they have higher expense ratios all around is there a reason for that don't know well, I, I wish i could answer that it costs some more but can't you buy a vanguard 
precious what was metals. That, David? I didn't hear what they no, said. it just must cost them more to do trading. They're probably more actively trading. The research maybe is more intense. I don't know. Well, how would it? I mean, what are they're trading? They're buying companies. So how would that? I mean, they're buying companies. How would the trading be more? I don't know. I mean, I really, I wouldn't even begin to. Guess. I, I missed the uh, first part of the question, so I apologize. What was the for? Yeah, no, I. The question was, why in general do I, gold, uh, I don't know, matter mutual funds have higher expense ratio? And David said trading and what was the other well the research that they do maybe they have to send them to the mines i don't i don't know what they do but you know that i i would think it's just more cost i have no idea no no i i just have to when i don't know something i don't know something what they do though yeah i don't know i but but i but can't you buy a vanguard precious metal or there's no vanguard doesn't have one you can buy gld but i was looking at like the gold mutual funds and they're all they're all quite pricey to get into. Well, that's what t- that the, that just I was absolutely correct that it just costs too much to do the research and the trading. Then if Vanguard doesn't want to get into it, that means they'd have to charge more than they would like to. Well, you know, they they have set. Well, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure that's what it. It's a business decision. If they can make money, they would do it. But they don't. They obviously it costs too much to do all the research and the trading. That's what they feel. The research, the re- uh, well, it, it still looks Well, we can debate this forever, yeah. but yeah. anyway. Right, guys, well, they do show. research, okay. but, you know, take a look at GDX, GDXJ, you know. Yeah, or GDX. Okay, guys, thank okay. you. Okay, take care. Okay, we're down to the last minute of the show, but we appreciate the calls and the people using the chat box. Uh, you know, actually, the chat box was busier than it's been in a long time. Yes. Which, which is good. My know, fingers so. are sore. Your fingers are sore. <laughs> But anyway, you know, uh, it'll be interesting, you know, uh, to see, you know, the Brexit thing is going to go back and forth. and Right. U.K. lawmakers back a change to Brexit vote, which delays full approval and forces deadline extension for yeah. whatever that means. But there's always something out there. Try to avoid the noise, you know, no question about it. Avoid the noise, you know, because I don't know. If you're good at interpreting news and what the effect's going to be, more power to you. Well, the more information you have, the better you can make a decision. So Sometimes the more information you have, the less you're able to make a decision. Anyway, right now, keep a little powder dry. We'll be back next week.